If your homegirl's boyfriend just got drafted and you're helping her plan the wedding, this podcast ain't for you. If you thought we were alone in this galaxy, this podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as Mimi, this This podcast podcast ain't ain't for you. Hey, hey, big head. And you with the booty call text messages. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to You Mad It's a Mean Podcast, the podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. It is your boy Chuck. And Jordan. Hey, and we back, man. A little late, you know, things happen. Uh, Life events, and, you know, we had to postpone a few days in order to make sure we're, we're good to give you this content. But anyways, it's your favorite podcast. The fact is we're here. Yeah. We're not skipping a week. No, no. Consistency is key. And that's what we've taught (laughs) ourselves over these last 24 episodes. But uh, this is your favorite podcast, Amazon Wishlist, because all we're doing is shopping online. I bought the first thing, (laughs) the first article of clothing for my daughter. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Guess what I bought? (laughs) A dress. A swimsuit. (laughs) That's an inside joke that hurt my feelings. Uh, no, Jordan. I didn't buy my daughter a swimsuit for Orlando. An Eagles jersey. No, close. Uh, LSU. LSU ones. I bought two of them motherfuckers. Got me fucked up. And that's a good transition. And you just got a, a fresh recruit, too. Boom. Boom. From Texarkana. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Landon Collins, man, from Texarkana. Uh, he signed to my favorite college, uh, the school I wish I went to, Louisiana State Same. University. Uh, Same. Exactly. Uh, he He's an outside linebacker slash D end. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, there was a viral video of this man uh, doing a, a drill, not to his capabilities, he got roasted for it, but I've seen him play live football, and he's absolutely the best defensive player I've ever seen play, ever. He was doing things that no no child should be able to do <laughs> to other children. Child, <laughs> that if you've ever seen that video of that kid who um, looks like a ghost running through like combine drills, he was at like a scouting camp, I think. Yeah, yeah, and um. He just came through looking real crazy and wiggly. That's not how that man plays. Mm-mm. I think, I don't know what he was going through. I don't know if he was a little intimidated. I, I don't know why <laughs> he looked like a, a wet worm <laughs> on steroids because he's like 6'6". Six, six. But uh, he definitely got roasted on the internet for it, and he deserved it. Uh, I tried to defend him a little bit online, but then they got after my ass, so I just left it alone. But uh, look up his Here's eye like Landon Collins. Yeah, I'm real interested to see what happens when he gets in a college weight room with a specified strength and conditioning coach. This is about to be real interesting. Yeah, I, I think uh, he will move to outside linebacker because mm. uh, when I say he does things, this is going to get a little football termy, but fuck with me for a second. <laughs> he does things, so he plays defensive end, which that's supposed to sack the quarterback, right? But then he could play outside linebacker. Which, you know, sometimes they have him rush and try to sack the quarterback. But this man was manning up wide receivers. And he's a <laughs> defensive end. I, I just couldn't put my mind around that when I seen that in person. <laughs> like, how <laughs> PG, or the high school he was at, had that much trust in him to put 
defensive end on a wide receiver and say, cover him. Like, and then luck. he would produce. Yeah. Like, you would see him line up and be like, what's going on? Oh. Yeah. Because no one could do anything against him because yeah. he couldn't. Oh, uh, it was crazy. I'm real interested to see where he fits yeah, in the program. So I'm, I'm ready for that. Uh, he may get drafted to the NFL. And guess what happened this weekend? <laughs> The NFL, the NFL draft. You got damn right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. Uh, the draft is the the only thing that in the Jordan documentary, the Michael Jordan documentary, are the only two things that we have for it to look. It's the only thing that's been going on every Sunday. We know we get to watch some Michael Jordan bullshit, and the draft <laughs> last week gave us some kind of entertainment and and hope and wish for life to be normal. <laughs> and a reminder that we might actually recover from this, maybe. Exactly. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan. Before we get to the memes, because <laughs> shit got a little crazy. Uh, a coronavirus draft was provided all the internet entertainment you could ever possibly wish for. <laughs> yeah, so let, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, first of all, since you're not supposed to be in within six feet of people, uh, they did the draft all digital. So everybody, the top 60 uh prospects uh got cameras got the whole like kit and caboodle they had a whole kit with all 32 team hats uh they were supposed to record themselves the entire draft wait for the call to get selected by a team then you know you get that moment with your family and all that roger goodell which is the commissioner of the nfl he uh uh, selected all the names from his fucking house in his basement (laughs) big shit kicking it uh it was the first time something like this was done it Ended up being pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at it. Uh, I didn't see any backlash online, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they did what they could. I And I can imagine, like, originally it was probably really stressful, but I bet working in those production rooms was, like, kind of exciting. Kind yeah. of like once they finally got a ball and, like, a creative idea going, they were like, oh, hell yeah, this is going to be it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm happy it, it worked out. Uh they still did the same like traditions. You still supposed to boo Roger Goodell. Uh, they had people <laughs> like literally as he's saying the first pick, uh, there was a hashtag. I think Bud Light was doing it or somebody was like, boo the commissioner. Like give us all of the videos. Of you still booing them. Roger Goodell loves it all. He was embracing it and tell him to boo me. Like, come on, give it, <laughs> give me the best you got when he was. He's a Vince McMahon of NFL. Oh yeah. And, Actually, a little side note, I didn't fuck with Roger Goodell until the draft. Seeing him, because the media likes to villainize him. He does a lot of shady shit to players. He's done it in the past. He's kind of loosened up the reins. Uh, But just to see him, like, as a normal person, like, in a T-shirt, just, like, interacting with the fans uh, per team when they would video him into him, uh, it's kind of cool just to see him. Just Mm -hmm. regular. So, I'm a fan now, Roger. Looking like a fan of football and not like the dictator of the NFL. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> uh, I'll take that. Just to number one pick was an LSU native. Uh, the boat. The native. Boat. No, he's actually from Ohio, but uh, he transferred <laughs> to Louisiana State. He got my school a, a ring. Uh, Joe Burrow, the GOAT. Uh, he got. AKA Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> he does look like Macaulay Culkin. But that motherfucker plays like he's Tom Brady mixed with Michael Vick. <laughs> Tom 
Tom Vic, Tom Vic in this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Balled his ass off in uh, LSU. He got selected number one. That was kind of, you know, a given to a tongue of Iloa. Try to say that shit five times fast. <laughs> uh, he was the second quarterback to be selected to Miami. That was the big debate over the draft. Who gets picked by what team? Uh, yeah, and I just paid attention to all the Eagles picks because that's the only team I really care about in the NFL. Uh, if you're yeah, a Cowboys traded... fan, fight me. <laughs> yeah, fully fight me. Do you think CD Lamb is going to be worth the hype? <sighs> yes, <laughs> yes. CD, CD is literally amazing. Uh, mm. Henry Ruggs, amazing. Both them motherfuckers oh, can yeah. ball. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. What pissed me off in the in the draft is we had the twenty first pick. There were two receivers. If you pay attention to football at all, you know the Eagles. The only thing they need in the world, the only thing <laughs> is a receiver. I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, we need offensive line. Okay, our best safety left. Whatever. We need receivers. We had uh, Justin Jefferson, which is an LSU native who produced his ass off. Artist motherfucking Jalen Rigger from TCU. Who's from Waxahachie? Who knew? A, I don't give a fuck where he's from. <laughs> and Philadelphia picked Jalen Rigger instead of Justin Jefferson. Uh, it's because he's a faster guy, whatever. Uh, but that pissed me off. Now what? This man's going to be your favorite player. Maybe. And he's a Dallas native. Maybe. Uh, and what's even crazy? So it's me, my wife, and uh, my fr- close friend Tex. We're all at the house watching the draft. And when the 21st pick finally gets there, and it's not Justin Jefferson, because I'm sitting there <laughs> like in a corner, like drinking, watching a draft, like in my kitchen nook area, and uh, just kind of watching TV at the angle. Like, we better get Justin. We better get Justin. My wife is <laughs> asleep on the couch, and Texa is like sitting at my bar, and we didn't get Justin. I just start ranting. By myself, to myself. <laughs> At one point, Tex was like, who are you talking to? Like, you need friends. Like, what are you doing? I was like, motherfucker. Like, why didn't we get... So I did my group me up and complained to them niggas. And they didn't even care. <laughs> Don't nobody give a shit about the Eagles winning the shittiest division in the league? <laughs> uh, and then my last recap on the draft about my team is we selected a quarterback in the second round. Because our starting quarterback is potatoes. He's made of Play-Doh. <laughs> Amazing talent, but it's made of recycled glass. So uh, that was questionable. But the NFL gave us an A-minus overall, and I like the picks other than that. So. Our quarterback is made of ancient-ass marble. Like, it's still kind of solid in the middle, but it just keeps chipping away, and yeah. eventually it's not going to look the same anymore. Yeah, man. Yeah, eventually y'all would have to. Did y'all draft a quarterback this year? I don't think so. I'm uh, at it first now. of all, we traded down to like the second or third round for our first pick. I'm a Steelers fan, if you didn't know, and we got Chase Claypool, a wide receiver, which is cool. Like we had a lot of wide receiver drama last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even remember the rest of the picks because they were so low. Yeah, y'all traded our first round other... pick uh, to get uh, Micah Fitzpatrick last year. So y'all had a, first, a second round pick. Y'all got a receiver. Uh, I think there's another lineman that came through. Yeah, 
They got a linebacker, running back, uh, offensive lineman, a safety, and a D tackle. And y'all got an A minus grade as well. I think it's another um, mediocre year. It I don't know. The Steelers are so unpredictable because we come in and you're thinking, mm, okay, like whatever, and then we or so two things either happen. Either it's no expectations, and we kind of live up to it, and then by the time it comes for playoff contention, we actually look like we might make it, or we have some of the best in the last couple of years offensive weapons, and then there's just drama and theatrics that you think would ruin the team, but then we still end up kind of in playoff contention. But last year it just kind of fizzled out worse than usual. Well, the thing is that before this year, every year y'all would, you know, do well, do decent. Uh, And then Tom Brady would come through and tap that ass a few times and humble (laughs) y'all. But now he's moved on to uh, the NFC. And now y'all got to worry about, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson tapping that ass whenever they feel like it. So <laughs> Pittsburgh yeah, always Jackson. figures it out. And y'all have a great coach. So Shout out to Bay Tomlin- Tomlinson. That's yeah. Bay. Always. And that, forever. That nigga looked like an Omar Epps clone that they just <laughs> they left the stuck face on too long. Like when God was making the ingredients, he, he left stale face on. <laughs> the game never got emotion. Yeah, spe- speaking of no theatrics, he got no theatrics. No theatrics, man. Uh, so yeah, the, speaking of of theatrics, let's talk about the theatrics of the actual recording of these motherfuckers getting drafted. <laughs> uh, you can tell who like has decent internet and who doesn't. For one, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these two- people. Had Airbnbs. This, a lot of these guys were not in their their homes. They were in you Airbnbs. Got you got it. I was calling that shit said, out. Hell yeah! They were like, "What we not gonna do is be in grandma's living room." Exactly. <laughs> you ain't even got you ain't even got the broadband for this. <laughs> we gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. <laughs> Get your speed up, player. I wonder if. Um, the network like hit them up and was like, "I we need all of your specifications, and if it doesn't match up, we already picked an Airbnb for you." I, that makes a lot of sense because uh, we ain't got time. Yeah, no because it, it's no telling, you know, what somebody's financial situation is uh, before they get drafted, before they actually get their first check, and if you, you know, slumming it or you know. Joe Burrow, obviously, you know, got all the money in the world, but maybe, <laughs> you know, C.D. Lamb, you may be a little broke. You never know. Now, why would you make those assumptions between those two people? Uh, because Joe Burrow's family came from money. <clears throat> Joe Burrow's dad literally made a million dollars off his son winning the Heisman. And C.D. <laughs> Lamb went to Alabama. And what Alabama does more than anything else <laughs> is get Poe, Black, Niggas <laughs> and turn them into goddamn monsters. Wait a minute. Now I'm not gonna say any names, <laughs> but <laughs> Alabama visited somebody from Liberty Hollow who may not have had all the money, but this motherfucker could ball a few years ago. Ooh. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, 
Where's the line? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The other thing that um, a lot of people chastise the NFL for is, like, you know, they go and list the person's background as we wait way too fucking long for someone to make a decision as if they haven't made this decision a month ago mm-hmm. and announce it and like all the suspense and whatnot. And so they list facts about their life. And one of the things they were doing for a lot of the black players was like making sure they included facts that were um, less than favorable. And a lot of people were kind of over it. This is, this is my thought process on that. And I could be completely off base, but I'm going to, shoot their shot anyways. I think when they do the draft, surely they say, like, give me some tidbits about yourself or Mm -hmm. maybe the scouts do their research and this is just what they come up with. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessarily the network coming up with this, but the information they have been given to just regurgitate back out. Because some of the dumb shit was this guy was a scholar as well. He had a 3.0 GPA. I mean, Diva was like, that, that's what defines a scholar? Like, <laughs> rut. Damn. <laughs> I mean, cool, you pulled all Bs, but that doesn't, like, that shouldn't have been something you you announce when you get drafted. Some people just aren't interested, so they have to pull shit out their ass. <laughs> Other than he can run really fast with this ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he kind of strong, too. <laughs> He he benched a certain amount of numbers when he did it. Like it, it was like, hey, his mom was a crackhead. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta spice that shit up. <laughs> it, it I sucks. did see weirdly. Um, so there was a kid from Texarkana who got drafted, um, and I heard his name pronounced again. I again. I hope that's how it's pronounced. A lot of people call him Sosa, but I saw a lot of articles about him. And then there was one particular place where the headline was from jail to the NFL. And I was like, I didn't even know he went to jail. Why did you have to put that in the headline? Yeah. And then, you know, just like anything else, all all the tabloids, you're going to have to do some over senseless. Was it the word I'm trying to say? Uh, Uh, I don't really know. Sensationalized? Yeah. I don't know why I put the over. Uh, Sometimes you got to sensationalize the headlines, you know, get you a clickbait. I, I get it. It's unfortunate that it's typically uh, my people that are the ones that get exploited, but we are the people who are in this league. If this is the NASCAR draft, like <laughs> maybe, but you got to think, you know. Proportionately, we are the NFL and the NBA. Do you think <laughs> that whenever someone gets, like, has their rookie season in NASCAR? that they ever put up the headline and his dad was addicted to meth, but it never stopped. Him. <laughs> I, I fucking hope. I hope they get in their his, ass. His aunt's baby was taken away when her trailer broke, blew up. <laughs> and yet he drove that go-kart outside on that dirt road. He drove his whole in, life. in left-hand circles until the wheels fell off. And, Cause he knew where he wanted to be one day. <laughs> and there was no amount of, Traces of meth in his hair and clothing that was going to change that. <laughs> Is there another predominantly white sport? Soccer, maybe? No, that's that's predominantly, I'm going to go with Hispanic or European. Europeans are white. Um, curling. What? Of course, curling. Well, when I say European, I'm thinking there's a lot of Spanish, like big okay. time players. 
from I'm, Spain. So I'm thinking of the U.S. Who then, not, US not worldwide. Okay. Uh, curling. Well, we got curling. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you can't say tennis. It was. Yeah, you can't say tennis. Mm-hmm. It was at one one point like kind of gymnastics, but it's definitely not anymore. No, nah, not not. Uh, did you ever see that the the one thickum from UCLA? They got Hell the yeah, the dance yep. <laughs> Bless her. Uh, um, pole vaulting. Nah, if it's a track, niggas got that. If we okay, well, yeah, nigga, it is a fast ass white me, boy. Though. Pole vaulting is overwhelmingly white. Yeah, that is because it's so weird. <laughs> and you got it by That's the just, pole. Yeah, if you do that too, but if you just think about it, that's a very just white thing to do. Just, just stick this 11-foot pole in the ground and vault yourself into the air. How could we not think of hockey? Bruh. <laughs> I don't know how. That's no, the yeah, only that white sport. We should have yeah. went there first. Yeah, that's, there are that's go-to. Now, black players in the NHL, but they are Sprinkled in like pepper? None. Barely. Like if white people were using pepper. Yeah. So, <laughs> Barely seasoned. <laughs> huh. So yeah, man. I hope they they get in the wife. Surely they say uh, mom and dad domestic dispute had for <laughs> separation. Class B misdemeanor, whatever. Uh, surely they get yeah. used to. Hell yeah! His daddy's missing his left toe from shooting it off himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you see? See these lambs, girlfriend, getting <laughs> on national My television. Favorite, favorite thing about the draft. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing that matters to women mostly. Uh, so <laughs> there's a lot of things that happen during this one little situation. To recap, what happened? CD Lamb, we discussed him a little bit earlier. He's a wide receiver uh, that got drafted early early in the draft. Uh, as he's accepting this phone call from the you know scout or head coach or owner whoever, uh, his girlfriend reaches for apparently one of his phones. CD got several. Yeah, he, he I was, got two. Double decking phones. Exactly. <laughs> uh, now I don't know if CD girlfriend seen something in the phone. I don't know if she was trying to answer the phone call. I'll tell you what her response was when you finish the story. Okay. Uh, I don't know what she was trying to do, but she picked up Bruh's phone, and what CD did was so smooth, grabbed it back very slightly, very uh, loving, and calmly. shook his head. Yeah, yeah, calmly. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> calmly and shook his head on national <laughs> TV. <laughs> and oh, you can just man. look. So what the what Twitter did was just look at CD's Instagram, which was nothing but inspirational sports and I am trying to get in the league and then look at her Instagram which is I am a girlfriend of somebody who's trying to get in the league (laughs) (laughs) so it it was quite embarrassing for sis yeah fully just don't just never there's no reason Crimson Rose is her name Uh, spelled very (laughs) weird also, she is the ex-girlfriend of a NBA player now, or uh, a big-time basketball scout from there. Oh. I didn't, yeah, so her original boyfriend was a basketball star for them, and then she moved on to CD. 
which is also something that Twitter pointed out naturally. Um, her response was that she was simply trying to answer that phone because while he was receiving the call from his team, his agent was FaceTiming him on the other phone. And she was trying to answer it. Now, here's my thing. A, why would you ever answer a phone call from his agent? That's the thing that kills me about, we know a lot of athletes that have gone professional and people just swear in their lives that they know like everything about them and should be involved in their business at, at each point in it. But what doesn't make sense to me is if like anybody else in your life got a call from their job, you wouldn't answer. But because mm. an agent is so close to that person and is talking to them constantly and trying to do so much for them for their well-being, it feels like a personal relationship. But that's not your friend. That's business. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Especially as a girlfriend, ma'am. Unless y'all have a business together that he might be calling about that has something to do with you and your shareholdings. <laughs> hmm. That ain't got shit to do with you. Why the fuck would you answer that phone? You just look weird, sis. In any... Like, you look hella weird. The thing is, women who get to that point, especially <laughs> that moment, feel like they won too. <laughs> what? So, I will reference uh, JT from the City Girls. Did you see this video? <laughs> no. JT from the City Girls during the draft. Was in her car and was like, ah, if y'all boyfriend didn't get drafted, y'all need to dump him right now. Y'all need to get all y'all chains back and all them Jordans that you was buying him and take all that shit back. Ah, sis, time to find somebody else. I And the, the flip side of this is typically what these girlfriends do is support their man because they, if you are a student athlete, you most of the time are poor as fuck. You're living mm. off your stipends. You're barely eating, whatever. And the girl, however they get money, whether it's the OnlyFans, whether it's a family, whether it's tricking it on the side of the motherfucking street, they support these men to get them to the draft. So sometimes <laughs> they do feel like they should get the W, too, because we, quote, quote, made it. But reality is you was nothing but a stockholder in this, <laughs> this corporation of cd lamb of joe burrow of whoever and your contract a little shaky a little <laughs> shaky don't know if you're gonna make it out now it's some some chicks that you know get through and there's some men who you know pay attention and acknowledge the efforts that their girlfriends made but there are still fuck boys in the world and they will drop you like a bad habit because pussy <laughs> is gonna be coming from the stars and if you're a first round draft pick like cd Let's say he was the shit in OU. He did get whatever he wanted. That's cool. That was OU pussy. That's <laughs> C plus tops. Bricktown pussy. Yeah. Wait till you get to Dallas where the pussy is motherfucking immaculate. I don't know. I just heard rumors. Immaculate. And Coochie is just coming from Deep Ellum and it's coming from Uptown and it's coming from all over. Well, and then the other thing is, he's about to be city to city. So he has access to Miami type, Atlanta type, LA type, New York type. Pussy is literally going to be, he could just cough. COVID. <clears throat> Here's a mask, baby. Let me suck your dick dick. It's going to be easy for him, man. So sometimes you don't want to take that baggage. And it sounds bad because women are not baggage. But in reality, 
in this situation, it's extra shit that you got to carry with you on the airplane to the next city. So we call him that baggage. And these next five years for him are about to be hella stressful. Yeah. In a way that he has never really seen before. Yeah, and this is all speculation. They could be perfectly fine, and they could be fine yeah. in the house right now. But from the way it looked on Twitter, uh, on that video during the NFL draft, her days are numbered. Yeah, and it, that's the other thing that like you got to understand is like you know, with a student athlete, like you said, this is their dream, so this is what they do all the time. So when you're dating them, it feels like this is all you're dealing with and all you see. And so you do feel like like you sacrifice like time with them and you are there for like every game and like supporting them and whatever. But at the end of the day, that's not your life until y'all are bonded by law. Period. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you could be as mad about that as you want to, but it is a fact, the biggest fact, and it is what it is. You could be gone at any moment's notice. Doesn't matter what kind of work you put in. Because at the end of the day, you're not him and you're not blood. So yeah. they don't give a fuck. <laughs> and... What I feel like what women try to do, especially chick like CD, because number one, she is gorgeous. She obviously had enough talent to pull somebody else who, you know, <laughs> had uh, talent. Yeah, talents in the industry. So she's trying to tread that thin line of I need to be assertive enough to make sure he don't forget my dumb ass, but docile <laughs> enough to make him think that he runs me until I get the ring. And then I get to become the real Hollywood, NFL, football, housewife, peach grabbing motherfucker. Whatever they want to do afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) And do all their waist training uh, on Instagram and fashion over ads. Uh, But (laughs) before that, like, you got to be chill. Because from what it seems, most athletes don't like the extra shit. Or, and the other thing that y'all got to understand is, is what they're telling you behind closed doors is not what they're telling anybody else, period. Yeah. Just is what it is. And so no matter how much he told you, how much he appreciated you on this journey beforehand, after that, it's not about you, honey. <laughs> and exactly. it won't be for a very long time. Exactly. Everybody can't be uh, you- Eva Longoria. <laughs> Shit. And even, even, even Longoria didn't work out. Yeah. The only person that's still hanging in there is Aisha Curry. Who? But she didn't get popping <laughs> until after Steph Curry got popping. She didn't try to get but, in the limelight until Curry was a thing. Yeah, exactly. No one knew who she was until Golden State. She's been there since her, since eighth grade. But y'all didn't know until her child showed up at a press conference. <laughs> we here's a kicker. We still don't know LeBron's wife. She st- she been all. in the shadows. Forever. What's her name? Uh, exactly. <laughs> damn. I can't damn, think what's of her name, name right now, neither. I know. I can see her face. But I didn't know her face till last year when Bronny started getting good and I started seeing her at games. And she was just, a, and she's been a mother before anything else. <laughs> she ain't never checked Rihanna for trying to fuck LeBron for the past 15 years. <laughs> she ain't never came out and said, This my dick. This is LeBron. I made these babies because now uh, Bronny is. Not yeah, Bronny is gonna be the next phenom. None of that. She just been in her place collecting billions. That's what you should be for these athletes. Don't be in the I'm gym shooting with him. Be at the home cooking for him. <laughs> and if that's not what you want to do, then you don't want to be with an athlete. Period. Yeah. The limelight only big enough for one of y'all. Okay, so CD was unless one. you have light you was bringing to the table, like a uh, Gabrielle Union. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all are both phenoms. Now watch his work. Mm-hmm. Making little D-Wade looking babies. Did you see Isaiah Wilson, girlfriend? Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to talk about too. <laughs> because I know you can relate. So <laughs> let's well, fine, take then a seat, I'll Jordan. Explain it. <laughs> explain it, Jordan. So what happened was Isaiah Wilson <laughs> got his call and he was in a tight shot of just him in front of the camera. Whereas CD Lambs was kind of like wide in a living room with all the people sitting on the couch with him. Cause it was somebody he was related to sitting on the couch on the other side of him from the girl that snatched the phone. And she was giggling. Like, did you really bitch just now? But anyway, not the point. So Isaiah Wilson's in the camera. He gets his call. They tell him who, who drafted him. I don't even know. Don't even matter. That's the point. Um, his then white girlfriend, and whether you want to think that that is uh, an important detail or not, doesn't matter. It's an important detail. Hopped up in his lap to hug him, ass all in the camera for this little for this call that he got. He's still trying to like process it. His mama snatches this little girl by her elbow and drags her ass out of the frame, pushes her to the side, and continues to go off before they cut the feed. <laughs> Of him responding to his uh, pick. <laughs> yeah. You you don't want to steal that moment. You, you It's not your moment, yeah. bitch. <laughs> and it didn't help that she was a white woman. It was a big-ass black old lineman. And, uh, you know, she was old lineman built, too. You know, it looked like they was going to make some old line babies. But now mama not fucking with her. No, she on mama, mama shit list. It's I bad just, for her. The, what made you think that it's a good idea to crawl in his lap in any moment? He's on national television. You, Who raised you? Yeah. <laughs> and her response, I think, was he was crying, so she was trying to console him. I think is what she said. Girl, but if, you're if, supposed if, to cry. He's supposed to be emotional. You work your entire <laughs> life for that one phone call. You that That's what every child dreams of. If they do want to make, you know, go to the league. It's getting a call from a team and saying, hey, kid, we want you specifically. And for her to try to rob it and get in front of TV, like, cameras really change motherfuckers. Yeah, fully. You just embarrass yourself. Ain't yeah. no, no excuses. You embarrass yourself. Ooh, who, what's worse? Uh, being a, a calling Kathy or a, a white woman trying to <laughs> grasp fame from a brother? Because there was another <laughs> one of them calls that happened this week. I think... In the end, if he ends up forgiving her, it's going to be <laughs> being a white woman, being embarrassed at the at the draft. Mm. But that's only if he's if she if he sticks it out with her, because that's the thing is, I know for them to be feeling that crazy about them. These dudes are saying some crazy shit to them behind the scenes. Now, whether they mean it or not, we'll never know. So if he really is like crazy in love with her for her to feel like that was the move, like that's what she was supposed to do. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Like they might be like super in love, and he might be like, "You're you were fucking dumb. You shouldn't have done that." But we'll move on, type shit, and like yeah. argue with his mom every day about it. Or they might be done, and then now you look stupid, and now it's yeah. better to be a Colin Kathy. So it just depends. <laughs> Could at least got a Honda Civic out this shit, but your dumb ass. What's gonna to happen is TV. he's gonna dump her, and then she's gonna turn into a Karen. And say the N word and shit. I was with an mm-hmm. African American before. 
It's not. So I about can't be that. racist. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, we we've learned. Uh, no, it. That's what happens when you put sixty cameras per day on sixty different athletes. Like there was uh, <laughs> one kid got drafted, and his dad ended up just rolling on the floor. Just out of pure joy and excitement. <laughs> and I think this was one of the, the kids where they said, like, dad was on crack or he was homeless for two years. It was one of them sad, sad sob stories. And his dad uh, rolling all over the ground. So, I mean, it that's the result you get. And I wouldn't be mad if they kind of moved it this every year. Let's just be entertained each draft selection for the first 100 <laughs> draft selections. One of my favorite things, too, that people were like, damn, y'all just don't learn, do you? Is they uh, brought up the picture of Russell Wilson and his girlfriend at the time of him getting drafted. Oh, yeah. Her mouth wide ass open, screaming her lungs out. And you know, she's probably married right now with kids and just like, damn, y'all have to bring up all the shit. Exactly. <laughs> but apparently, you Russell, know, used, Russell to, Wilson. used to fuck over women. <laughs> used to just dog their ass out till he found a black one. Sierra fucked his ass up. <laughs> Oh, she Erica Badu them. Yep, little uh, <laughs> spaghetti on a Tuesday, huh? Yeah, get your get your a big scoop of this red sauce. You're mine forever. Oh. If you don't know the what other... I'm talking about, do your research. Just Google spaghetti <laughs> women minstrels. You're welcome. <laughs> well, you just made it apparent. The other one that came through was. Um, how NFL prospects look waiting to be drafted, and it was a screenshot from Get Out. Oh, yeah. Of them sitting on the couch. <laughs> With the white woman on his arms. I was like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Stressful times, man. But congratulations to everyone who got drafted. There were several from East Texas and Texas high schools uh, products were leading the draft and the amount that got drafted from Texas high schools. Yeah. Because we're the best thing walking. Anybody the that tries the to, yeah, anybody that tries to debate, like, oh, any state other than Texas has better high school football, I will open hand smack the shit out of them. Because <laughs> why are you even discussing? Like, you could say, oh, what about Ohio? They little as shit. What about California? They don't even make alignment, bruh. Texas <laughs> makes everything. The closest competitor would be Florida. Yeah. And that's still not it. <laughs> yeah. Florida be making some, some wild motherfucking athletes. They be producing <laughs> some shit. But yeah, they don't make no linemen. But Texas you could makes it all. You could pull yeah. Texas you could pull a whole team from. Yeah. And people have. <laughs> exactly. Big facts. I apparently low key TC, uh TCU and SMU have been um homegrown recruiting a lot more than usual. That's something we used to always talk about is that Texas universities don't try very hard for like number one prospects, I guess, mm. because they just don't feel like they can compete. I don't know, but they always seem to be looking outside. I didn't realize there were so many people at tech TCU from like North and East Texas, which is not something that the Dallas schools really did for a long time. Yeah. Especially, uh, shit, both of them. Yeah. East Texas. They was, they got a few guys from back in the day. No nine. At least. And it, SMU has uh, started a very, like, one of their campaigns is that they're recruiting their athletics from the DFW. As they should. Let's let's make all these kids pretentious as fuck. One <laughs> Dallas native at a 
at a time. Jordan. They walk among us, bro. <laughs> that pause. <laughs> I, it's for dramatic effect. I need you to understand that mm-hmm. I've been knowing, right? I've, I've been knowing. I've been keeping it under wraps because I was informed to. I didn't want to scare the population. But aliens are real, y'all. It's a hell of a time <laughs> for them to, you know, tell us. But I'm glad everyone finally knows. Aliens so what happened? All right. Okay. We don't know. Uh, the Navy and the government has just released uh, video footage from 2004 that shows a UFO, a.k.a. an unidentified flying object. Uh, and they they couldn't explain what the fuck it was. Uh, so they finally released the video footage of the actual thing flying in space or flying in the sky and it just dipping the fuck off so you know as we're all sitting here doing a bunch of nothing and covid to just give people more things to worry about and panic so that means something else is going on did the aliens bring coronavirus what if they did jordan what <laughs> if the aliens brought fucking covid like in a thanos type situation and try to get rid of half of the population that is a great theory I appreciate that <laughs> this is why I fuck with aliens bro I listen to okay. a podcast called last podcast on the left it's three white men talking about a bunch of weird shit they cover anything from like true crime aliens paranoia fucking ghost anything that's out of the norm is typically uh spoken about on that podcast and they always do shit about aliens and like skinwalker ranch and how that place is a hot spot for aliens and all kinds of weird shit and i've always just believed like there is quit looking at me like this jordan you are judging me right now i'm not judging it's just the fact that you just called yourself a believer i am i totally believe you so you don't believe I don't think there's any apparent evidence for me to believe, but I don't disbelieve either. But I'm no, not. You gotta pick a side. You got, nah, no, no, <laughs> you gotta pick a side. This ain't no. It could be, couldn't be. I don't think there is physical proof yet. So that's enough. Yeah. Here's why you're wrong, Jordan. There is, <laughs> motherfucker. We ain't got time for that. There is. They say the universe is infinite, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I look at it real interesting. I don't look at it like the crazy motherfuckers with the tinfoils on, the, on their hats. Scientists oh, say, okay. yeah, that the the universe is infinite, right? Snap of the finger, boom, big bang. Everything was created. I look at it from scientifically and biblically. I think God one day created the heavens and the earth, right? He did that shit in seven mm-hmm. days. But what if he took another seven days and made some old heavens and earths on other parts of the shit? And he just got like five or six different science projects and Petri dishes. And we just wanted a fucking Petri dish. And he's sitting there Hopefully. talking to Jesus. All the <laughs> yeah. 17 Jesuses. Exactly. Each universe has its own disciple or its own disciples and prophet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just God, to remind them once they became conscious that I made y'all mm-hmm. now do with that information what you will. 
and then I'll see y'all at the end of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and once when he's done with a science project, you know, once when he presents it to whoever he feels like presenting it to, he gets rid of it. So maybe that's what he's doing. He maybe he just sprinkled out a little little bit of some extra alien <laughs> shit from one petri and put it in ours to see what the fuck will happen. Maybe he bored. Is he bored. He needs some <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> the fact that we said it at the same time. I mean, I'm not ruling it. Like I said, I'm not ruling it out. I just am not convinced that they visited. I think that if they are out there and they have the ability to travel through space and time, they got a lot more interesting shit to deal with than to come visit our primitive asses over here. Like, why would they come visit the equivalent of like amoeba to them on this little marble? What if, way out here. What what if it's like some teenage aliens and they're like, hey, hey, let's go fuck with that earth. And they was like, <laughs> you know you ain't supposed to be fucking with that earth. They that ain't they ain't popping out here. They still got diseases. They ain't figured out time travel. Elon Musk <laughs> is a dick. He's the closest one to it. He ain't never gonna get it. He's like, we still the furthest go they can them. go is a moon, not yeah. even the next planet. Exactly. And they only went there once, apparently. I think they faked that. Like <laughs> It's a lot of things that could be happening, Jordan. And they can't even visit other planets and they're killing the one they're on. So they don't even, they're self-destructing. Exactly. So what if <laughs> they came to pick up Michael Jackson remains? Because he was obviously an alien. Obviously. No, they came, they came to get Amelia Earhart. She's been hanging out, sending them signals <laughs> in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, man. It is possible. You cannot rule it out, B. Uh, so I'm gonna need you. You haven't to look at the video, look at the UFO, the uh, the pilots that were looking at it said it was moving in ways that were unnatural. Uh, the U.S. government said uh, we don't got nothing like this, nor does anybody we fuck with got this, nor does anybody we even not fuck with got this. We ain't seen no shit like this before. And this all happened. So what in I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is. You're now a flat earther. What if the earth <laughs> is flat, Jordan? What if? <laughs> let's just, you know, let's think. It. No, I'm not a flat earther, bro. I'm just saying <laughs> that <laughs> aliens are real-ish. I, I, it's one of the things. I'm not going to be the one wrong. Like, the okay. fucking, it was raining and shit last night in DFW area on the south side where me and Jordan both stay currently. Uh, I thought the end of the world was coming. And what I did was just but went to sleep. Went, went back to sleep. <laughs> didn't, didn't call my loved ones. Didn't do shit. And that could have been the aliens. This all could be a simulation, Jordan. The fact is, though, the reason you didn't call your loved ones is that there was a scientific explanation for what was happening around your house. When when did you get all sciencey on this motherfucker? <laughs> when, when the fuck did that happen? When I actually started looking into flat earth theories and they tried to tell me that the sky was made of water. <laughs> now, I lost all my when I when I read that. I'm no longer whimsical. I have no no imagination no left. No imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, it, the thing is, it's, it's some theories, it's some, you know, tinfoil hat theories that make zero sense. Now, we have Real life proof, 100% that someone's in the sky, the Navy couldn't keep up with it, and they fancy ass jet jets and shit, 
and it disappeared. It's all happened in 2004. Bruh, if this shit happened in 04, and we just now find it about in 2020, what the fuck else is going on? Think about this. Sit on that, I Jordan. could have sworn we already talked about this at some point, though. Like, we someone had did. leaked something. Yeah. Like, some years ago, but they couldn't get any other information. And the Navy just now confirmed that, yeah, it existed, and we don't know what it is. But also, if you don't know what it is, and it's not posing a threat, are you really going to investigate that much about it? We should. If you're just a random ship in the ocean, you got other tasks and missions to accomplish? I'm I'm here for the technological bonuses we can get. Xbox is coming out with a Series X. Oh, my God. Now, imagine if we had alien technology that can advance this shit. iPhone, you can't listen to music and charge your phone at the same time with a headphone jack. Aliens definitely got the shit with the headphone jack and the way you could charge it. They, they have they, better technology. I know. They whispered the economic theories to Steve Jobs and said, make your shit to where your people can only do certain things at certain times and must buy things. Like, get rid of a USB because why would you want a universal port when you can just make them buy adapters on top of the shit that you can buy. Jordan, you making these aliens like to become right assholes. I'm, I think they're friendly. I'm looking for the ET no. motherfuckers. They're definitely assholes. You just said if they have all this technology, they don't want to share it. They're not telling us no. and they know we're here because they're visiting. Then they're definitely assholes coming by and like showing their friends and giggling and being like, look at these primates in this fucking zoo and then taking the fuck off. <laughs> they ain't hanging around we're, for a reason. We're Harambe to the aliens, bruh. <laughs> It's bad. Uh, look, aliens, if y'all listen to this podcast by chance, man, beam me up, man. I, I made my <laughs> one baby. I'm ready to. Don't probe me, though. I ain't here for that probing shit. You got to ask for my permission. We, we using <laughs> American consent. standards. Yeah, consent. <laughs> uh, but fuck with me, man. Take me, show me your planet. And what about all the people that say they got abducted, man? You, you don't believe them? Must I be the cynic and say, I don't believe them as much as I don't believe the crackhead at my gas station that tells me that they need to fix my car and they need to get inside to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it's going to not explode on me. You ain't A lot that. of people can say whatever they want to say. That don't mean that they have all the answers. It don't mean that they don't have all the answers, but I'm going to go on the safe side. Jordan, you telling me you ain't never let a crackhead get inside your car and fix it? I I haven't. It didn't sound like the right idea. I've so definitely. So instead, I tell him I tell him the same thing that I tell the mechanic when I go get my oil changed. Oh, okay, I'll tell my dad and have him look into it. <laughs> 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 Thanks for letting me know. I'll let my dad because I just don't know anything about cars. Maybe I've been abducted and they told me not to tell anybody. And that's why I'm so obsessed with alien culture and pop culture. That's why my entire bedroom and my phone case are aliens. And that's why you're my best friend, because I'm a believer. (laughs) Boom. We figured that shit the fuck out. Oh, and that's why I'm not too concerned with all of this, because I know. Beat me up, Brady. It's time for us to go. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now, speaking of cute. Cute shit, like okay, my tell- Lisa Frank phone case. What is a quarantine cutie? 
Okay, Quarantine Cutie is a story that is being followed on TikTok, but it's kind of gone to all platforms, including local news outlets, um, of a guy who is a photographer who had started a photography series during quarantine of him. He has this giant super zoom lens on his camera, and he was just... his. He lives in like a higher rise in the buildings around him in Brooklyn, so he was taking pictures of people doing things and recording people on their rooftops, trying to get through quarantine, basically, without mm-hmm. permission, might I add. Yeah, it sounded weird. And then, yeah, the beginning of this is kind of weird. It gets cute, though. QT. Um, observed this girl across the street from him on the top of her building, dancing, possibly trying to recreate a TikTok challenge. I still don't really understand the beginning, because I just finally actually watched it today because i've been seeing it but haven't been paying attention to it um so he decided he wanted to get to know her so he sent a drone to her and kicked off a relationship that he has been documenting throughout via tiktok (laughs) so part one is him sending the drone to her and asking her for her number which or giving her his number and she texts him So then they talked for a little bit and then he decided we should have a date. And she says, how we're quarantined. So they set up, he coordinated somehow with her roommate for her to set up a surprise on their rooftops where she like set up a table with dinner. Like they, he like ordered dinner for them. And so he sat on his balcony where he can see her rooftop and she can see him. And then they FaceTimed while having dinner. So that was their first date. That was part two. Okay. Part three was them getting to hang out in person. So he, was that part three? Bought a bubble and they went and walked around the neighborhood and he was in the bubble. And she, <laughs> that's that's why I really wanted you to see it. <laughs> and she um, just had gloves on. And then her birthday came up. So he wanted to surprise her. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> he, since um, he went over and did the boombox thing from the movie with um, John Cusack. I can't think of the movie right now. Where he like stands outside the window with the boombox and plays like a song. Mm-hmm. And um, to get her attention. So he stood outside with the boombox and it played Tussie Slide. And he did the Tussie Slide with the boombox in his hand. <laughs> um and then he had gotten a video from The Lights, which is like an artist and that was like personalized for her. It was like her saying hi or whatever. And I think that's where we're at. Something else happened with the drone. They're white, aren't they? <laughs> um, Tori looks like she may not be completely white. She got a name but now? Jeremy is a uh, Jewish. I'm thinking he has a Jewish last name. It's also edited together really well. And he's a photographer. So it's like aesthetically pleasing type shit. I missed a part though. There's like a part four that I'm trying to remember, but it's really adorable and cute. Look, man, this goes back to what I was saying last week. If you want to have these moments, if it's really organic there's no way you can film all this shit. Now, I get the origins. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen the origins of the video. 
of you like, you know, being a creep, recording everybody, you know, one thing leads to another. Oh, she's cute. Now you're low key a serial killer, but are said <laughs> bare minimum a stalker. Uh, but you're, you know, going to pursue it, try to give her the digits. Where I get lost, and even like the, you know, social distancing dating, you know, it's cute. But when you get a fucking bubble and you try to go on a date, that's where I'm lost. Because you could easily just put on uh, a ME or whatever the fuck, the face mask shit. A PPE. But not everybody can get can get those right now. If he has a fucking drone and high tech cameras <laughs> and all the shit that you can get to spy and be Ted Bundy at a moment's notice, <laughs> you could get a cloth and cover your face. I'm not here for so, that. So, well, he did get a cloth. So, okay, two things that I missed. One of them was I knew there was like a part four that I couldn't remember what happened. Um, so he also, one of his pictures that he took, cause he's been doing this photo series and it's not just her. It was like a whole bunch of people doing different things on the rooftops and it got on the cover of New York mag and the guy who was, it was, so there, a guy had, um, messaged him and was like, I saw your picture. I'm the guy doing the resistance band workout on my rooftop. And then like the next day he was playing a bass on the roof and that picture became the cover of New York mag. Um, and so him and that guy got together and they put together a social distancing band. So they found a bunch of different people in that area that went to their rooftop and played different instruments. And he got them to sing a song with her name in it. That was another piece. And then he went to his local grocery store and they had face masks. I don't know what kind, but they were $15. And he said, fuck that. So he got one of his old yarmulkes and taped it to his face as a mask to go do the boombox thing for her birthday. At which point he did the tussie slide. Man, I'm I'm it, to me all of that shit is just orchestrated. I I always think like the band thing that may have been organic, cool. Uh but I feel like the girl thing is like, hey, go over to our our friend's house who stays across the street and this is my shit to be the, you know, negative Nancy since you don't believe in aliens. I I I just feel like this is 90% horse shit i will say i was going through his instagram and for a second i thought i saw her on his instagram like months ago but i don't think it was her <laughs> exactly <laughs> this could all just be a little tiktok ploy because i've said it before and i'll say it till i'm blue in the face tiktok is not real those moments are all <laughs> fabricated and if you're doing it on tiktok you know this is all you know get your endorsements up i might need to follow suit get this podcast popping it's time to come up with some I- fake TikToks. Apparently. I will say, um, he clearly already had a decent career going because of where his apartment is. He's like in like a 20th floor, like nice ass with a balcony in New York, probably Mm -hmm. paying like half a million dollar apartment. Um, But this is also like launching his career as far as like media and mixed media. But even if it's fake or real, it is a cute snapshot of this time in our lives of everything just mixing together of like the quarantine restrictions and the ways that we're meeting people now. Cause I know people that have gone on zoom dates with people that they're meeting on apps. Tell that me they... who. I'm not going to tell you on here. I, after we record, I need to know that shit crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, what there is no other way to get to know somebody right now. And shit, we've been doing this for a month and a half. Why call it a date? Why not just say I zoomed somebody? 
why can't it be a date? It's the same thing. You're talking to somebody, get to know them. It has so, to have a physical aspect to be a date. Yeah. We have to physically, <laughs> because other than that, it's a conversation. <laughs> if Jordan, I can touch the, the computer screen right now, but I can't touch you because we're having a conversation. Now, if we was in person, it's when I could slap you on your forehead if I felt like. I would never do that, <laughs> but I'm just saying. So, <laughs> so I'm saying like with a date, there's, you know, physical, physical altercation. You can read somebody's body, full body Not language. <laughs> interaction. You know, there's interactions. You can read somebody's body language. You can smell their breath. There's more... There's more to a date than just talking. So what if people, what about all those people that have like strong relationships from getting to know each other on the internet for like months to years before they even see each other in person? How successful are they? How often do those work out? (laughs) I don't know. Match says that it happens like 90% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) E-Harmony said that half a million of their people... (laughs) You get into successful relationships. Don't ask me. I'm not in the business. This ain't my industry. I'm just trying to tell you that a date doesn't have to be physical. I get you can meet somebody online. Yeah, you can have conversations, not dates, because a date is when you become person to person. That's all I'm saying. And if you do have these person to person over the internet, computer love. situations once we get in you know in each other's face you need to bring that a game because where everybody fucks up and chickens out is when you're an actual person you lose all your confidence you're not as bold you can say and do whatever if you're talking over the phone you've definitely been in them situations where i'm gonna do da 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 when i see you next time and then when you get to them be like well, I'm, I, I guess if what 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 are you trying to do? That's all I'm saying. But not every day is physical. Maybe all your dates were physical. No, I'm I'm not saying you have to physically touch them, but you have to be in their presence. You have to be in six within six feet of them for it to be a date. So COVID said we can't do that. And- Seeing and talking to them is not being in their in their presence. No, it's not. You got to be in a personal <laughs> bubble for it to be a date. They were in the personal bubble. There was just a piece of plastic in between them, and then they walked around Brooklyn like that. Oh, so they did actually. See, okay. He really took the bubble to the street, and she met him, and they walked around like that. That's a great area got- of bullshit. He might be gay, man. <laughs> This might all be for clout. I will say he just posted a video in Healy's doing the tussie slide. <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. I think it's one of those cases where she would have never looked at him twice had he not gone through the effort of sending an entire drone to her balcony from across the street. Those are those are always the relationships that defy the odds and test the times. It's always like the motherfucker that looks like a wet paper sack. With the motherfucker that look like Meg the Stallion, and they stay married and have ten kids and have a beautiful life. So this this could work out for him. Good for him. But from so where he, I'm sitting, it's bullshit. 
He has, like, Mac Miller vibes. Like, he's not ugly, but he's not conventionally cute either. But he, like, is, like, a hipster and, like, can dress because he lives in, like, a nicest apartment in Brooklyn. Yeah, Pete Davidson hit him with the, the mule shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Hit him with the mule. Make a say at when I hit it with the mule. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I saying? So, here's the other thing I was thinking about. So, we're at part five, which came out, like, a couple days ago. And it's just been a progression of their relationship. Like, we met... We got to know each other. I did something special for her, yada, yada. So now my thing is, what's the next elevation? Because you still got, you're in the middle of New York. Your governor ain't on the same bullshit as Abbott. Y'all not opening up for at least another month, month and a half. So what's the next progression? Because people want the next installment. The people want what the people want. So at this point, y'all would be considering consummating the relationship, unless y'all are like virgins, which I don't think they are. I don't know why. I just get that vibe. Even though he's kind of a nerd. Um, so my thing is, now you might as well make some money off of it and take this shit to OnlyFans and have <laughs> the next TikTok be the preview for the virtual sex. Bruh. Smells like Bruh, money. My head is just exploded. <laughs> I, I, that is Chris Jenner level of scheming if I've ever seen it. That's it's not a bad idea. It's, if what and is, here's my what other is thing virtual is, sex? If if they don't do it, you know the the typical like they like play with each other and pretend like they're talking to each other and they're like, remember that time I made the lights and do a video? Remember that time I like got your drone and like aha, and then it turns into something. I don't okay. know, but if they don't do it, someone's gonna capitalize on that shit. Some girl with dark curly hair is going to be like, hashtag quarantine cutie, hashtag rooftop sex, hashtag me playing with myself. Well, going to get the likes and the views. Well, Jordan, I was perusing on Pornhub earlier. <laughs> and I As you do. I seen somebody do this on Zoom. I thought it said like Zoom orgy. I'm trying to find it now. So people Let's may see. be doing that. It's the same thing as the uh, COVID-19 category and people like fucking in hazmat suits. Yeah, man. There's a lane for everybody. And even when you didn't think that this was your, like you couldn't put yourself here mentally, now you're here physically. So it's a whole new mental scape for yourself to think about. Oh, yep. Here it go. Quarantine <laughs> orgy on zone. <laughs> Now I don't let me let me click the preview and see what these weird motherfuckers doing. Oh. They undressing and shit. I mean if you think about it, it's literally prime time for cam anything. Yeah. So it doesn't Black China has an OnlyFans. I saw that. So she's not gonna be the last. I have friends that have started because you might as well. I mean, <laughs> my wife asked me, she was just sitting there and she was like, why do people create OnlyFans when there's just porn out there? Which is everyone's conventional wisdom, but I've said it before on this podcast and I say it again. There's a few motherfuckers I am literally waiting until the moment they say, join my, and then I'm clicking the link. It's like two. Well, and. 
what she's talking about is like why would someone go pay for it when you have free shit available yeah. to you as far as a consumer and the fact is, is the whole point of that is you're getting personalized content if you're willing to pay enough which feels different for the consumer yeah that is where the genius of OnlyFans is is you can go and get exactly what you want instead of perusing hours of um incestuous <laughs> bullshit that is it's made not for all clickbait bullshit, Jordan. sometimes you know <laughs> you just gotta watch just to watch just support <laughs> you got my view whereas you can go and develop a report and for most of the girls that i know that do um, premium Snapchats are on the Sugar Daddy apps or anything al- along those lines. They almost all say that it turns into a. Um, it's a bigger <laughs> marketing um, thing than you would think. Like it's not just like posting a picture and you get paid. Like to make them a living off of it, you have to really focus on your marketing strategy for what you're doing. A and B, it almost always turns into therapy sessions over sexual favors as far as like pictures and videos and whatnot, it almost always turns into conversations and their regular customers come to them more to talk about life in general than they come for content. That's not fair. No, no pun intended. (laughs) That's not fair because I would make a motherfucking mint if I could just talk and have these girls with daddy issues like I could be there, not, not sugar baby, not sugar daddy. I would be like, I don't know, vanilla father. Like I could just be the daddy, fill the void that they need. I'm gonna start an OnlyFans. You think? I must say, you think there's not room for this on OnlyFans? Diva. <laughs> Gonna start some shit. It's bad. You know? I fucked around and put my headphones. Hold on. <laughs> that shit made me giggle. I, I think I'm finna Bruh, make game. some make some money for that baby. <laughs> I mean, Charlie. What Charlie won't know, she ain't gonna be able to get access to internet as a newborn. I say, fuck it. Let me put a year in. I'm gonna just say, uh, giving good fatherly advice. Make videos of you like stroking your beard. I guarantee, I guarantee you can get like ten dollars for you just stroking your beard at least. Yes, this is a subscription. Oh shit! I'm finna start on OnlyFans. I ain't even gonna have to show my wee wee. This is finna be good. And then come through with like some glasses and a belt, and just be like, start talking about grades. I guarantee. Ooh, this might be a little kink. I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all think that it's just about showing ass and titties, and it's not. There is a space for everybody, and there is a fetish for everyone. Ooh. I need to be a madam. I'm telling you. Fuck it. Let me be your agent. I have <laughs> research on this. <laughs> Let me be your OnlyFans manager. <laughs> Yo, if I come back next week and say, hey, I done made X amount of money with this OnlyFans shit, don't y'all judge me. I need me. 10%. I'll give I it need to 10%. You. I'll give it to you. <laughs> off rip. Uh, definitely. I put I'm it ready. all into the, the podcast pool so we can upgrade our shit. Then I can go around and tell people, like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm in, I am in management. I'm in um, talent scouting. Yeah. <laughs> for software companies. 
And when you call my phone, <laughs> Diva gonna try to pick it up and I'll be like, No, no, no. She's my agent now. <laughs> Don't you pick up my shit. I'm ready. You ready to tell him, Scout? Let me know. I'm There's a lane for shit. everything. We just need to figure out yours. Yep. I'm ready. But anyway, so everybody's ready for quarantine cutie installment number five. No one's expecting the premium OnlyFans subscription. They're expecting a free option on TikTok. I think it should be just a preview and they should start making money off of this shit. <laughs> but they got to give the people what they want. Hey, give them five installments and then that's all you get. Get them hooked. That's the other thing that's going to be really funny is like if we do get out of this and they meet in person and they have no chemistry and they're like, wow, so this is cool. (laughs) You you need to be in front of each other to build that because if not, it's going to turn into a I thought you said you like licking toes when I I thought you said you was gonna be naked when I came through. It looked like you still got clothes on. You know, I was just in quarantine and bored. I was just telling you whatever. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think my friend <laughs> called me. Oh shit, my mama just got shot. I'm finna finna go on here that. Come up with any <laughs> excuse. Oh man. But yeah, that's what I've been looking into. And then, of course, everything is, like, still Facebook Live or, like, Instagram Live or whatever. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing Andy Cohen at home. I'm ready for him to be in the studio again. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. Oh, this is the guy? Yeah, I sent you his Instagram profile because all the videos and his photography and whatnot's on there. Okay. Okay. Definitely a nerd. No swag. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> the other thing that's happening is, um, so, you know, for every reality show, there is a reunion. And now all of the shows that were airing when quarantine started are at their finales. And they're digging for product and for um, content. So what they did first, because they're still trying to figure out how they're going to do the Atlanta reunion, because the Real Housewives of Atlanta ended is a producer's cut. They basically did, they went to the editing room and said, okay, what did we not put on TV? Put it in a special, send it on its way. (laughs) And they had each of the girls, like each of the housewives record themselves talking to, like they would pick people to like talk to each other about moments that didn't get aired. And then they aired the moment that didn't get aired because they still don't know how the hell they're going to do a reunion because with reunions, you could do the whole zoom thing, but there's still the delay And it makes no sense for a reunion because they're all going to be talking over each other and there's no way to be like, you stop, you stop. Because Zoom, even when you're not arguing, once you go past three people, it's fucking confusing when everybody starts trying to talk. So they don't know what they're going to do because you have to have a reunion. Like, we have to talk about what happened. Well, so I I don't... Diva was watching Nene Leak's shit and Nene said they filmed something on Zoom. Or she said they recorded them I guess on Zoom, or she, she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. But she said they did something, <laughs> they picked on her for six hours or some shit. So they were talking about doing it, so maybe they did finally film it. But they yeah. had planned on filming it earlier, so they had to postpone that and mm-hmm. then figure out how they were going to do that. So in the meantime, they have to put out something new this week. The finale aired last week, so this week they did this weird-ass, like, editing room floor episode of, like, the shit you didn't see. And, like, none of it was all that interesting. Like, it got right. cut for a reason. <laughs> right. Poor reality shows. 
But you know, they're they're not the only industry struggling. <laughs> so, fuck them hoes. Other than Kenya, I love me some Kenya. <laughs> Call her a villain Kenya. all you want. I'll fake a marriage with her anytime. <laughs> I only right. know this information because my wife. So. All right, Jordan. Crazy week. Draft week. Wrap us up. This week we talked about more ways that we're staying connected. And I think the biggest takeaway is that no matter how alone you feel, the aliens are always watching. Exactly. You goddamn right they're watching. <laughs> Shout out to Billy Bob. Shout out to mm, da, 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 37. My niggas been rocking with me for... I fucking hate you. <laughs> been rocking with me forever. Uh, see, beam me up, you know. But until then, whatever you do, just don't be the next me. Holla. This is.